Suns in four is out the door, but Bucks in six is still possible. You gotta rhyme if you're gonna start it like that. Roses are red, violets blue. Suns in four, out the door. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but Giannis is playing, so Suns in five. I mean, Bucks in six is probably not happening. Bucks in any is not gonna happen. I try to tell you that. It doesn't matter. They're not Boston teams. What do I care? You don't care about the land of the rising sun? That's Japan. The land of the rising suns. The land of the rising suns. They're Phoenicians. <laughs> They're Phoenixians. The Louis C.K. joke, I know. It's, you're not allowed to talk about him anymore. Uh, that's why I don't know. Yeah, It pretty much wiped him from my mind. Yeah, when's he making a comeback? I think he tried a few years ago. Yeah, but now Cosby's back, so it's like, all right, I mean, what's the, he can come back. I don't think Cosby's going to come back. I think he's going to try to come back, and it's going to fail miserably. Also, he should be dead. Isn't he, like, super blind and... He's, like, 80. Yeah. Like, he couldn't have just died in prison. Yeah. He had to get out. Same with OJ. I mean, he's a lot younger, but probably, yeah, but probably would have been better for everyone if he just died in prison. Yes. <laughs> OJ is different, though. Is he? Yes. Is it better? I'm not going to say it's better. Just different. But it's just so... That thing's like a cartoon now, anyways. There isn't a made-for-TV movie about Bill Cosby that's absolutely hilarious. <laughs> Cuba Gooding Jr. playing Bill Orenthal Cosby. James. Yeah. <laughs> well, he did that already, but I'm saying oh, he plays yeah. Bill Cosby in the next one. God, he would be a good Cosby. Yeah. Didn't he get in trouble for some of that shit? Not drugging, but like, you know. Being a rapist? Being, being a, 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 a sexual assaulter. I mean, is Cuba good at G? I mean, they don't say what I was going to say. I mean, great actor, though. Way better than Matt, uh, Ben Affleck. Is that an argument? No, it's just a song from uh, Team America. I'm just thinking of Snow Dogs. <laughs> what, what about the fifth Snow Dogs movie, Five Now Dog Five? You're the man, Snow Dog. <laughs> You're the L Snow dog. I don't know what to. I was trying to say like, "What does everyone want?" joke, but then I was like, "Snow dog." That doesn't make any sense. What does everybody want? Cuba. <laughs> Cuba's uh, fighting against communism. Are Cuba the good guys? Uh, I wouldn't call them the good guys. I'm not a communist or anything like that, but just funny how like they're fighting for like better work conditions and like better wages and better health care. And then like Republicans are backing them, even though they're fighting against all that stuff here. It's like they're fighting against it because like they want these people to not be communists anymore. But here they're fighting against it because they call it communism. It's just weird. I can't even keep up with it anymore. Everyone's bad. Not everyone. Everyone's bad. 
Everyone that has a chance to make a, ch- a difference is bad. That's not true. And all the all us poors are good. That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> some people are are righteous, and some people are shit. The only thing righteous that I can think of are gemstones and jams. Yeah, righteous gemstones. There's another season show. of that coming out. When? I don't know, but I saw an announcement about it. I think, or was it that one, or was it a different show? Uh, no idea. I thought it was that one. No, that was a good burp, though. I got looking Dick's at, for burps. Hey, we there's so many less burps on this show than there was the other one. The knockbreaker. The knockbreaker. We're the, drinking a lot less on this show, though. That is very true. We definitely do this during the day. Yeah. But Not that that stopped us from drinking at any point. In a few weeks, we'll have to do it at night again. That's true. Yeah. But Because? Yeah. You know. I'm not going to be around during the day anymore. Has the Righteous Gemstones been renewed for a season two? Yes. May 14th. May 14th? That's when they announced it. All right. I was like, <laughs> well, it's July right now, so we get 10 months to wait for... <laughs> another season i mean it's probably gonna be about that long anyways probably it got, it got like renewed in february march not mm. made yet all right then probably later than yeah oh yeah. now i gotta do it cool <laughs> uh fuck fuck do uh what do we talk about this week oh there's really not a whole lot going on we really skipped over the sons and four yeah um Baseball's off. Coming up is the All Star break. It's only off for a few days, though. Three. Yeah, but we—it's not really even off either because the home run derby is one of my favorite events of the year. And that's tomorrow. Uh, it's the day before the All Star game. Is that's—is that tonight? Home run derby might be tonight. I'll have to watch that then. One of my favorite things. Fucking Judge a few years ago in Miami had put on one of the best performances I've ever seen. Home run derby. Home run derby. July 12th. What day is today? The 11th? Today's the uh, 11th. Maybe. Um, today's the 12th. It's tonight. Oh, today's the 12th. Okay. I was like, I think it's on a Monday night. And I'll say that because not listener i remember someone got themselves in a lot of trouble the night when we went out for the home run derby and uh it was also the, i was home watching monday night raw while they were my roommates came in to tell me that something was going down well i was about to tell that story but then i realized it wasn't really my story to tell and it does have a happy ending so i don't know Cool. Listener, if you ask me in private, I'll tell you. Yeah, it's 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 an off-air story. It's an off-air story that literally everyone that listens to this can just ask me and I'll tell them because it's not that big a deal, but... Uh, yeah. This might be a weird one. It's been dreary all day. It's been a shitty couple of days. It's weird. This summer, this month actually, I should say, has been either like brutally hot or cold not even cold just humid and rainy and shitty it was okay yesterday 
Like, right? It was fine yesterday, and then it rained at the end of the day. Yeah. Because I, I ended up driving to practice instead of taking the T, which I said I would never do. But I drove to Western Mass. So we, I went to your... Oh, shit. Actually, I got a little bit of... So I came over Friday night here. Yes. And watched a little bit of wrestling. Some We were more hanging out than watching wrestling. Yeah, more hanging and banging. So I'm driving home, and it started raining pretty hard. Yeah, I was surprised. There's a car fucking like like parallel on 93 South, fucking in the right lane and part of the middle lane as I approach. And the guy's standing by his car. Did you have a visual of what this looks like? Yeah, I can understand what it looks like. What a fucking idiot. That guy's probably dead right now. Um... One of the least smart things I can think of would be to have your car broken down on the highway and you standing outside of it. I mean, not even just broken down on the highway and standing by it. Fucking, like, that car is going to get hit. Yes. It's, the odds of it getting hit, are, I've watched two people almost hit it as a person who also almost hit it. Um, and I was going like 40 miles an hour. It's because it's raining. It's hard to see. Visibility is low. Like there are lights on ninety three, but it's not that bright. You know, yeah. you got to get your ass off the highway, bud. No, that's what I mean. Like one of the dumbest things I've ever heard. Like just put it in neutral and push it. I at that point leave it in the road. Hope no one fucking crashes into it, and then you got to call an emergency. You got to call nine one one at that point. Yeah. Like, that's going to kill someone else. Yeah. Which was alarming. That was alarming. Uh, but people are really fucking stupid. Like, it's a new level of stupidity. Like, people just don't think anymore. That's I'm broken. Oh, yeah. That's a new level. No. Well, their car was broken, so still applies. <laughs> I was trying to combine them, but I couldn't, so that's why I was laughing. At my own. Yeah, too much. Yeah. <laughs> Almost. Almost. We gotta get the WWE guy who just combines the themes. <laughs> uh, goddamn. So Jim Johnson. I mean, they still do it. They still do it. And he's not there anymore. Nope. He's off doing something else. He's not booked, Terry. He's not booked. He's jumping on his trampoline. Mm. He doesn't do any tricks. No. <laughs> he's Dennis Timestamp. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Anything else to that highway story? Nope, that's it. I had a guy who is... Stopped at a red light, taking a right, right? So there's a red on red. So doesn't do it. Cars are all taking a left coming from the right side, right-hand side. So you can definitely take the right. So I just give him a little beep, and he starts to go. But he goes, like, super obnoxiously slow, and then the light turns green. So then he's going, like, still going super, super, super slow. And uh, people behind me are beeping now because they're pissed off, and I'm not even doing anything. So then he just stops and flips me off. I'm just like, you fucking idiot, dude. Like, so, 
But luckily, there was a spot up ahead where it turns into two lanes, so I pulled right in front of him and short-stopped him. Scared the shit out of him. It was fantastic. Yeah. Everyone should just stop driving. Uh, people talk about how, like, they're like, oh, it's socially weird, not talking to people, like, not being in social situations for over a year, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, fucking, you're taking it out on driving. Because, like, you, apparently nobody can drive anymore. People, I mean, I've been saying this for my entire life, I feel like, that the year I'm currently driving is worse than the year prior. It's I getting feel worse like every year. people are insanely bad at driving now. Um, one thing I've noticed is that nobody can stop their cars before pulling out into a street anymore. They're just, like, halfway pulled out into the street, and I have to stop and allow them to go at this point. Yeah. They, like... And then I pull in front of them and hit my brakes to scare the shit out of them. I feel like like people are, especially around here, they they forget how to drive aggressively, and then they get scared and stop. Um, it's not even about driving aggressively. It's just if you're smart, you can drive correctly. If you're not smart, you're gonna fuck up a lot. And I just I'm constantly around people who fuck up so much because most of the people in the city are fucking stupid as timid, shit. Timid drivers just like like rely on braking too much yeah which is less safe or like just not going like there's been times i've had to tell someone that what they're doing is unacceptable by not going yeah like, you, you should be ashamed of yourself but they're not they're like whatever i don't care but it's just shitty drivers fucking up everything for everyone uh, right on people are just not going right on red. People just not paying attention to lanes that go straight and go and take turns. And then also thinking that like, if you're in the right turn only lane and you're not, and you don't want to take a right turn, guess what? You have to take the right turn and turn around. Oh, something that happened to me today too. Uh, I forgot about this until this very second I'm driving. I'm about to take a right because I'm in the right lane. Someone in the left lane pulls right in front of me and goes, right. I'm just like. You fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they, they should be, it should be on them to assess the situation. And like, you're in the left lane. If you're taking a right, don't you think you should be in the right lane? It's one thing if you're like driving in the middle of the city and like you pull into somewhere busy traffic and you have to get over two lanes in an eighth of a mile to take a turn. Like, yeah, you got to pull some moves. I get it. You're in the this, city. This was not that. This, this was, does not th sound like this was thing. maybe 50 feet. Yeah, and they had time to do it before. Ample. Yeah. Ample, because I, nobody in front of me, this car wasn't really close in front of me, but close enough to where I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. Maybe 15 yards, I'd say. I was pulling on a Starro yesterday. It was yesterday, because I got lost. I ended up on Starro to go home, which is not a way to do it. And the guy is, it merges into one lane. The guy just pulls right in front of me. And so then I fucking bomb it right in front of him to pull on the star. I'll, like, yeah, I'll let you hit me. We're cool. <laughs> you fucking, you break this door handle, you total my car, bud. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> I don't want to be in another car accident. Oh, I'm ready for it. I'm, I'm hoping to get hit by a car in a crosswalk. I, That's my goal. I just. If, I, if I'm in another accident, I don't want to live through it. Especially once we get this record recorded this weekend, I'll take my limbs. <laughs> You're done. I'm done. No more music. I can just sing a Nitro Party like I've always wanted to. 
but we need a, to hire a bass player then. We'd have to split the money three ways instead of two ways. No, just use the computer recording and I like get my big James okay. Hetfield cast <laughs> like after he burned himself. <laughs> uh, what we were talking, we were talking about something about uh, um, our gimmicks for live shows where I have to bleach my hair. We need, we need contacts. But there's something else. Well, if we bleach, if we both bleach our hair, because I did bleach my hair. Yeah. We're going to be full Nelson. Yes. The contacts. Yes. <laughs> um, I was going to do a honky tonk man suit. Oh, I, was gonna, I thought we were going to do the uh, Lars Sullivan gay porn shirts. Oh, yeah. We're going to get A&W <laughs> shirts, too. That's right. <laughs> we... We should just make Nitro Party shirts, but instead of A and W, it says N and P. That's not a bad idea. It just says, don't Google us. <laughs> you just named the episode. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. 11721. <laughs> Well, the one means first hour, and then 17 is how far we are in. Yeah. Yeah. 117.21. Yeah. 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 Person who's listening, listeners just listening, like, have I been listening to this thing for over an hour? <laughs> no. Jesus Christ, it's stupid. It feels that way sometimes, though, doesn't it, listener? Yeah. Especially when we don't have a lot to talk about. So we try to talk as slow as possible, <laughs> even though it doesn't really sound like I'm slowing it down that much. I'm just talking like a Daft Pinestein. <laughs> Don't Google John. Don't Google John. <laughs> uh, I thought. Don't Google me. I thought you started off as Peter Steele's. Oh no, I wasn't even trying to be whiny like that. Aww. It's Pete Steele, by the way. Oh, yeah, it's Pete Steele. Peter Steele is the bass player and singer of heavy metal band Typo Negative. Typo Negative. Pete Steele works at the alcohol factory <laughs> to test the alcohol, <laughs> and he won't drunk drive his car home to see his family, so he never gets to see them. He's big into barbiturates. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh... You watched, uh, I think you should leave season two. I did. We're not going to be able to get references of it. I don't really love that show. I do. Um, I was going to ask you if you wanted to do a draft of sketches. I couldn't even do it. Ugh. So that show is in the, in the, cause I watched the, I watched the first season too. And I, I guess I remember another sketch where they are sitting around that party setting. When they're talking about the gifts, the, and the, the, he wants the gift receipt back. Is that it? What it is? I just remember that. It's, that's how it starts. And then he gets the gift receipt back finally, and he's like, well, do you mind if I eat it? So then you can't use it anymore. And he's like, nope. So he eats the gift receipt, and then he gets sick because, uh, uh, what's his face there? Uh, Glenn from Walking Dead had mud pie in his hand because he didn't use enough squares when he was wiping. And he just wanted to save some squares. So he gets sick, and then they, they all leave because they hate his house. 
<laughs> which comes out of nowhere because someone else eats the another gift receipt that he doesn't touch and there's no mud pie on it so she's okay so it's not the receipts that make him sick it's the it's the mud pie and then they'll go to their cars to leave and then he's dead <laughs> so i remember that one <laughs> kind of i didn't even that's to... one of my favorites from the first season the one with Tim Heidecker I could talk about. First season or second season? Second season. The one when they're in the restaurant. Yeah. Her, her sister is addicted to drugs. <laughs> What's funny about that to you? Who's the other? Who's that woman? I feel like she's also famous. I forget. Or of note. Maybe not famous, but. I forget. I was watching it with a injured non-listener who used to be on this episode. Injured non-listener? Yeah. Blue. Yeah, I, I knew what you were talking about. And uh, one of his friends is in one of the sketches from season two. Well, not friend, but he grew up with her. Uh, the episode where the guy's holding the baby is not a piece of shit anymore. The sloppy steaks. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actually, I remember. I like that one. <laughs> I used to be a piece of shit, too. <laughs> Spike, sh- spiked up hair, little blue jeans. <laughs> the vest he's wearing in the flashback. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually, there's two good vests on that show. Okay, I, I, okay, this is working. Um, when he wears the suit on like the uh, on the uh, improv, no, the impractical jokers spoof. Oh yeah, that's Carl Havoc. That's the best sketch on the uh, of the series. When he's at the opinion. food court. Yes, that's the best sketch of the series. In my opinion, oh, it's my favorite. <laughs> Either that or Dan Flashes. Which one's Dan Flashes? The shirts. The sh- With the complicated patterns. Shut the fuck up, dog, you fucking skunk. I did, though. I did get thrown down the stairs at Dan Flashes. <laughs> He's laying on the couch because he hasn't eaten in four days because he spends all his per diems on shirts. That sounds like me if I had a per diem. If you go into a store and you see a bunch of people who look just like you fighting over shirts, you go in. Yes, you do. You go in. Uh, <laughs> I lost my train of thought. Was the calico cuts? The pants with the pee stains on them? Yes. Okay. <laughs> it's a fake website. <laughs> <laughs> but you gotta give. <laughs> Doug in IT, he gives. Is that dude with the fucking giant face scar? Yeah. <laughs> I think, if I remember correctly, that dude got a face scar because someone was getting assaulted in a subway, and he went to go try to break it up, and a homeless or in a homeless guy, like a the assaulter stabbed him in the face. Gross. Yeah. I'll Google that. Yeah, Google it up. Don't Google us though. Do not Google us. Some fucked up shit. Yeah. Do not Google John Aubrey Lars Sullivan. <laughs> face scar. Can't do Scarface. There's a movie about that guy. Face scar stab comedian. Face scar stab comedian. That would be a good band name. Oh, it's not even the same guy. Oh, it's a different guy? It's a different guy. Well... Well, why is that weirdo got a face scar? Excuse me for the sniffles. I have some weird sinus shit going on. Yeah, everyone's getting sick. 
non-listener Drake it non-listener sick uh extra turning x listener from revered been very sick says that i got her sick meanwhile i'm over here fucking doing jumping how, jacks how did you get her sick if you weren't sick i didn't feel good for a couple hours one day all right so that's the same illness that she got to be sick for four hours <laughs> before four days straight I'm going to get a call from somebody. It's important, but I'm going to ignore it. We can time out. No, that's okay. Uh, I'm trying to look up the brackets for Home Run Derby. Oh, I don't even know he's doing a Home Run Derby. You're right. Um, so uh, Juan Soto, Joey Gallo, Trevor Story, okay, Matt Olson. Trey Mancini, Mancini, Salvador Perez, Pete Alonso, Pete Alonso, Shohei Otani. Oh wow! So my thing just ended from there. So you can go. You do the rest. So there's there's eight people. Yes. Yeah, Joey Gallo, Trevor versus Trevor Story in the first round. Matt Olson, Trey Mancini in the first round. Shohei Otani and Juan Soto in the first round, and Salvador Perez and Pete Alonso in the first round. Um. Salvador Perez, catcher in the home run derby. You got to love it. Yeah, who's the last catcher to to do it? Um, it would probably be Jorge Posada, maybe. <laughs> Jesus. Let's, so let's see if this catcher's in the home run derby. What channel? Is it breakdown? No. Says Pudge Rodriguez, Javi Lopez. Okay. I mean, that makes sense. I don't know. Jorge Posada would be good enough to be in the home run derby or an all-star, really. Jorge Posada was definitely an all-star. Jorge Posada might have... I'm saying Jorge Posada, five all-stars. Three at most for me. Jorge Posada. Wikipedia. We got five-time All-Star, uh, four-time World Series champion, uh, five-time Silver Slugger award. Wow, that surprises me. I never thought of him as much of a hitter. He has his uh, number retired for the Jenkies. I knew that. I mean, Corey Posada was good. I he just, was really, really, really bad at the end, but he was good. Okay, maybe that's what I'm remembering then is the end because I just... Can't because he came in sort of the mid nineties, didn't he? Um, like not drafted by the Yankees in nineteen ninety. Wow, wow, that's yeah. He was an All Star two thousand to two thousand three, and then two thousand seven. I guess that makes sense. There weren't too many big name American League catchers at that point. He was on the Yankees for sixteen years. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. Real piece of shit. He's also only 50 right now. Wow. He hasn't played for nine <laughs> years. So he retired when he was 41. Mm-hmm. How old was he when he fucking... Sorry. Right. Wow. 1995 was how long ago? Uh, 26 years ago. No. Uh, yeah, 26 years ago. 26 years ago. Yes. 26. So he was 24 when he debuted for the Yankees. 
I guess that's normal. He was drafted at 19. He was drafted at 19, yeah. Wow. (laughs) Time after time. Imagine if we got drafted in the MLB when we were 19. (laughs) We we, our lives intersect, so we form a podcast at the same point in time. Except people listen to it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We're like multi-millionaires and former all-stars and we're retired now because we can't play ball anymore the way we used to i would you know it sounds like a good life to have been like an almost baseball player but like like uh who's the guy that was on the rangers that just could not stop doing drugs uh fuck don't remember home run derby guy fuck uh I, I Alex bet. Rodriguez? No. <laughs> Let's see here. He won a home run derby, I think. So, Or he came in second because he was really good. Josh Hamilton. He did oh, okay, in yeah, second one. Yeah. yeah, Josh Hamilton is uh, was like a drug addict. I want to be Josh Hamilton, like, got that payday, like, went around the horn, and now he's just, like, doing Josh Hamilton shit. He ain't trying to play. I would have wanted to be National League Tim Wakefield. Knuckleball picture, but at least I get to hit, too, so I can hit home runs. R.A. Dickey? No, I want to be good, like, Tim Wakefield. R.A. Dickey's a better pitcher than Tim Wakefield. (laughs) Says you. Says, I mean, he won the fucking Cy Young one year. Tim Wakefield... Gave up the game-losing home run in 2003 ALDS. Yeah. Or LCS, I should say. Tim Wakefield is good. I remember Tim Wakefield for bad reasons. Like the 2003 ALCS? The 2003 ALCS. Is it more more Tim Wakefield or more Aaron fucking Boone? It's all fucking Grady fucking Little. Why? You left Pedro in too long. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was the, uh, but it was game seven. Why is it Vlad Jr. in the home run derby this year? He probably opted out. But then him and his dad could both have won home run derbies. Wasn't there something where his dad hit uh, three home runs in the same inning, or two grand slams in the same inning, and then he hit a home, he hit like two home runs the same game, like, 20 years later I was listening to the radio and they said something like that maybe something like that his kid's gonna win the fucking MVP this year good I know he's not Shohei Otani is but (laughs) if he wasn't there okay let's go pick in order we're gonna go by home run derby winners just because why not I got the list up uh, okay, give me one second. You you got to answer another phone call? No, I'm just bringing it up. Oh, I'm just going to say it. Yeah, go ahead. The first year is Dave Parker. Whatever. The second year, 1986. Wait, why is there two? There's a, there was a tie for the home run derby in 1986. Because they couldn't, baseball could just never do anything right. Daryl Strawberry and Wally Joyner. <laughs> so this is when cocaine was still in play. Wow. The baseball did suck for a while. 
Andre Dawson. Remember Andre Dawson? He was on the fucking Red Sox for a little while. He was on the Red Sox in what, 96, 97? That sounds about correct, yes. Yeah. I want an Andre Dawson shirt, Red Sox. Let's take a look at this. (laughs) Bowie Joyner. 1988, they didn't play because of the rain. Yep. The fuck? 89, you get two. Yeah, Eric Davis and the defeated Ruben Sierra. Yep. God damn, I love Ruben Sierra. 1990 was Ryan Sandberg. Not Ryan, Ryan. R-Y-N-E. Rhino, but it's really Ryan-E. Cal Ripken Jr. defeated Paul O'Neill. Cal Ripken Jr. not known for his home runs. No, he's more known for his consecutive game streak. Yes. His work ethic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No days his off. L- his lunch pail. And other, <laughs> and, and other white guy shit. <laughs> Cal Ripken Jr., most white athlete of all time? Name a whiter one. God. Uh, you can't. There's none. None more was white. Was the racist guy who ruined Rhode Island? Oh, fucking. Uh, uh, why can't I remember his why name? Why can't I remember his name either? <laughs> <laughs> we should we should know his name. Fucking uh, Kurt Schilling. Kurt Schilling, yeah. Yeah. I'm terrible with names, so that's why I don't remember it. Uh, next year is oh. much more home run forward. That's when Mark McGuire defeated Ken Griffey Jr. Yep. In 93, Juan Gonzalez defeated Ken Griffey Jr. Ken yep. Griffey Jr. Hero, hero of the, was he the hero of the 2001 uh, World Series for the Diamondbacks? Juan Gonzalez? I think it's, you're thinking of Luis Gonzalez. Luis, that's who it was, yeah. Okay, different player. Uh, yeah. Luis Gonzalez was a hot, hot prospect for the Astros, I believe. If I remember my early 90s baseball. Ken Griffey Jr. defeated fucking Fred McGriff. Yep, the crime dog. And uh, to avoid becoming the Buffalo Bills of the Home Run Derby. <laughs> Frank Thomas defeated Albert Bell. Look at these fucking names. Albert Bell, the okay. old cork bat. We got fucking more roids. These players are the fucking 1989 WWF roster. Didn't right? Albert Bell say like, why do you cork your bat when you can already hit the ball 450 feet? He said, because I want to hit it 500 feet. <laughs> so I've never heard that before, but that's a great line. <laughs> also, Albert Bell is like a dick. Yeah. He's also, his name was Joey Bell when he came up. And he changed it from Joey to Albert? Something, yeah. I know I had a card that was Joey Bell. Okay. Yeah. Well, we're fucking deep into the fucking steroid era right now. Yeah, we are fucking <laughs> balls deep in the steroid era. Uh, best time to be a fucking baseball fan, though. It was the best it ever was. Best of times, worst of times. Uh, Barry Bonds defeating Mark McGuire. You combined all of their testicles. Four Tic Tacs. <laughs> Tino Martinez defeated Larry Walker. Yep. Uh, Ken Griffey Jr. against Jim Tomey at Coors Field. Can you imagine Ken Griffey Jr. just walloping home runs in fucking Colorado? Yeah. That just... fucking negative air machine up there. <laughs> Whenever I'm playing a, uh, a home run derby in uh, one of the games, I always play it at uh, Coors Field. As you should. Yeah. 
It just soars. Or or the next place that they play. Same winner, though. Junior Griffey won. He defeated a guy I've never heard of, Jerome Burnitz. Burnitz? That was the finals at Fenway Park yep. in 1999. Yep. 2000, Sammy Sosa defeated Ken Griffey Jr. on the Reds. Because at this point, Junior Griffey was... Oh, he was on the decline. Oh, he was pretty good on the Reds at the beginning, actually. Yeah, but it was his best years were behind him. Mm, probably, his, yeah. He peaked in, like, 94, but he got hurt and uh, was never quite as good. We'll after put a pin in that. Rest. I'll look up... I'm not disagreeing with you, I, but I want to see to see if he had one or two ridiculous years in Cincinnati. I think he had a good year in Cincinnati. I think he might have had one or two really, really good ones in uh, Cincinnati. He's his own shoe. But he was he was by far and away the best baseball player in like between like ninety three and ninety six. Oh yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Was his heyday? So okay, so Seattle. So he never had. So he definitely fell off as far as games played were concerned. The first year was the only one that he was really, he was, come on. The first year, why don't you give me home runs? Come on. Fuck, cunt. Okay, here we go. The first year, he had 40 home runs. Yeah, so, I mean, 97, 98, 99 are ridiculous. Also, it's 125 runs scored in 97, which is That's really good. fucking ridiculous. 49 home runs. He led the league in home runs the next three years. 100, listen to these fucking RBI numbers. 140, 147, 146, 134. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, the Cincinnati was the beginning of the decline. His first year was really good, but his games played fell off really hard. That's probably what I remember. This is 20 years ago, too, so it's... Yeah. I'm going off of just loose memories of what I remember from, you know, high school and college watching ESPN. His last uh, full season in Cincinnati was pretty good, too, actually. It wasn't like uh, he only had thirty homers, and he only had ninety three. <laughs> Jesus Christ! But he never, he never got close to playing a full season. Yeah, small stint with the White Sox. Yep, don't remember that. Probably like a cup of coffee. Probably got traded at the deadline, is my yeah. guess. And then he signed back with with uh, Seattle to play with. Ichiro, because yep. Ichiro fucking loved him. But uh, uh, where are we at here? Two thousand one. Luis Gonzalez, the aforementioned. Same same year he was the World Series hero. He won the home run derby. Defeating Sammy Sosa, the heel. Jason Giambi defeating Sammy Sosa, the heel. Heel versus heel, fucking man. I was gonna say, is is Sammy Sosa really the heel here? <laughs> Who's the other Giambi? I don't remember his name. There I was remember, one. And I remember there was two of them. Though. Jason was the the good, the good one. one. Yeah, yeah. A fucking roid fest there too. Oh, for sure. Dude had 
full sleeve tattoos covered covered up by his Yankee uniform and a mustache because yeah. he couldn't have a beard. Yeah. And there was uh, Garrett Anderson, who I don't really remember. Is he the kicker? Morton Anderson. Got Garrett Anderson. <laughs> That's a throwback to this show. Yeah, first episode. Uh, Miguel Tejada. Yep. We had Lance Berkman, who played another 75 years after this. Oh, now we're into some some arts players. Yeah. So this is gonna this is the change of the guard. Bobby Abreu defeated Pudge Rodriguez in 2005 on like his 65 65th team. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Howard, another not the guy from The Office. <laughs> Ryan Howard, another like career I would love to have had. Yeah. Like when you're talking about guys who like had a a brief stint where they were really good. A right brief out. stint with being the best player in the league and then went to go went on to hit 180 for 4 or 5 years straight. Yeah. To be David Wright who was much better than he's giving credit for. Vlad senior defeated SA Rios. <laughs> Justin Morneau who was very who will not be remembered as to be as good as he actually was to defeated Josh Hamilton. Kind of like Ryan Howard, but with drugs, which is cool. <laughs> Fat Prince Fielder defeated the another roid guy, Nelson Cruz. Yep, and who is the son of Cecil Fielder, who is the son of Kuya Fielder. <laughs> Did you just look one, one person will get that joke, uh, and I hope he matches it to me on Thursday when we record our podcast for Godzilla. Uh, yeah, Prince Fielder. His dad didn't talk to him for a long time. Why? Oh. Thought he was stealing his gimmick being a fat baseball player. All right. Gotcha. <laughs> I don't know. He wasn't done doing it. Uh, David Ortiz defeated Hanley Ramirez in the up to no good bowl. Yep. Robbie Cano, because his dad defeated Adrian Gonzalez when he was on the Red Sox. Look at, look at Adrian Gonzalez almost won something when he's on the Red Sox. <laughs> Robbie Cano's dad was pitching to him. I remember that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I do remember that, yeah. Uh, during one of these home runs, David Ortiz said, a lot of tunda. <laughs> <laughs> like the word thunder. Yeah, tunda. going to be a lot of tunda. Yeah. <laughs> this is our fucking city. <laughs> Prince Fielder on the Tigers. I'm assuming this is after him and his father had uh, reconciliated. Yeah, so 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 he didn't talk to him when he was on the Brewers because he thought he was a butt fucking traitor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when the Brewers, he was also who did he start off on? He didn't start off on the Brewers. Started off on the maybe it was the Brewers. No, he got traded to the Brewers. Fuck me. Fucking. Yonah Cespedes won the next two years, and uh, former Red Sox. Yeah. We traded for him at the deadline to get him for out of lease. And then they traded him for a Cy Young winner. Yeah. Yonah Cespedes, I believe, still stealing money from the New York Mets. Good. That contract's probably worse than the Bobby Bonilla one. Todd Frazier, forgettable name. What about the last name? Frazier? I mean... Frazier's a much better first name than it is a last name. Todd Frazier Crane. Todd Frazier Crane. That's a real. I think Chris Berman is 
I know that. something else that's fruity and precocious. <laughs> <laughs> Niles, this Beaujolais is both fruity and precocious. I should get the dad from Frazier to commentate on all of Todd Frazier's home run derby appearances. Get some bad news for you. A couple years too late for that. Aww. <laughs> well, I mean, also Todd Frazier being relevant enough to be in a home run derby. Yeah, six years ago, though, so. Yeah. I bet you he's not even on a team right now. Wouldn't know. Uh, John Carlo, don't call me Mike Stanton. There we go. Now we're doing Chris Berman shit. <laughs> Defeated the aforementioned Todd Frazier. I remember the, the, uh, the judge performance in Mar- Miami was, was one for the ages. Miguel Sano, too, is another one. It's just like, that's the kind of career I want. Yeah. Like, runner, runner up in home run derby. Runner, well, he was also like, <laughs> like he was a giant man who hit big home runs and just like couldn't play baseball. Yeah, yeah, he's like the Taco Fall of baseball. Yeah, because that's like if Taco <laughs> Fall had one season where he averaged a double double, <laughs> and then the next like he just he fouled out every game the next five seasons. <laughs> uh, Bryce is nice. Yep. Schwarber, who I think Kyle Schwarber's having a really good season now that he's not on the Cubs for the Nationals. Uh, and last year was, or two years ago, was Pete Alonso defeating Junior Vlad. No home run derby last year. Nope. Canceled due to COVID. Fucking COVID. Yep. What so- are they going to do about the record books? That's all baseball cares about is accuracy of record books. Well, I mean... It was canceled due to rain one year. So. <laughs> well, something tells me that they uh, they didn't know what they were doing. There was a tie one year. You can't have a tie in a sporting event. This isn't fucking football. The winner of the 1994 Royal Rumble. Confused face. The winners are Bret Hart and Lex Luger. Boo. <laughs> But when it happens to Batista and John Cena, fucking Vince comes out, sacrifices his quads for a Royal Rumble winner. <laughs> uh, one of, Is that one the of, greatest botch of all time? One of my favorites. Chiquiti calls it a top five moment to like look back fondly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we could do a Vince McMahon on screen moments draft. Yeah, let's do it. Is that one number one? Uh, I can't think of a number two, so yeah. Number two would probably, well. Should we just rank it instead of draft it? Because whoever yeah. gets the, the. Let's just talk about it. Okay, cool. Just, <laughs> we'll do free form. Yeah. The, the, cro- the, uh, the pipe with the blood might be number one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh, the the devilish grin yeah i mean that whole hogan match might be number one it was such a good match for two people who could barely work (laughs) (laughs) well they had the same match as ricky morton and joey janela really (laughs) (laughs) they did (laughs) except it didn't end with a a roll-up or it didn't end with a figure four being reversed for a pin or a a tap out yeah (laughs) but like it just like immediately went to big spots it should have no it ended with Oh no, it ended with Hogan doing Hogan. It, that it, was match, like, it was like three leg drops. That match has fucking everything. Yeah. Piper. 
We got Piper. It's got Hogan fucking doing the Hogan at WrestleMania thing. He came out to Voodoo Child. Yep. That match has everything. I'm yep. going to watch that tonight. It's a good one. Uh, it was me, Austin. It was me all along. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Happened in Boston. That's also considered not good wrestling, but it's a great Vince moment. It's 1999 when Russo was booking and they were flat, like, flying high wrestling was down but like everything was memorable and the lower mid card got pushed yes so like people like the hollies and like uh al snow and d-lo were all getting chances i bet if d-lo came out now to the royal rumble he'd get a pop get an okay pop yeah i mean he won't do it because he's He's working for the competition, pal. <laughs> if you can call it competition. I like Impact, though. Yeah, I like Impact. Um, <clears throat> fucking uh, Vincent Memphis. Vincent Memphis is good shit. Uh, what else would be? Because uh, that was Bizarro World where Bret Hart was the heel. and Yes. Bret Hart and Randy Savage were heels and Jerry Lawler was a baby face. Because he was like, everyone in WWE talks down to us. And Vince came in, and he was basically uh, Andy Kaufman. Good shit. Uh, WBF Vince. <laughs> Gary Stratum. <laughs> Gary Stratum. <laughs> Gary Stratum, look at him. Oh, my God. Uh, P-Pants Vince. Um. Fucking uh, Bedpan McMahon, Bedpan McMahon, uh, making Trish bark like a dog, <laughs> <laughs> sex addict Vince. <laughs> so that was during a period where I didn't watch, so I just know of it for the most part. That was like 2001, end of 2000, 2001. Yeah, uh, fucking... I can't watch this dumb. You don't shit. have it anymore. With the middle finger, with the, the all his other fingers sticking forward. He has a a middle finger that no one else can do unless they're intentionally doing that. You have to intentionally do it, yeah. yeah. I, I could do it, but... No one else gives a finger like that. Yeah. Like, what kind of weird fucking dexterity do you have where that's your normal middle finger? <laughs> uh, Sidebar. You feel like... Uh, the inner circle giving the middle finger on AEW is super cringy at this point. I feel like anything Jericho does is cringy at this point. It's kind of true. I'm, I'm not a Jericho hawk anymore. Now you're in recovery? I'm fucking... <laughs> you, you're getting your one-year chip? Yeah, when would be my one-year chip? October? Uh, It's whatever he had fucking Junior on his podcast. That that would be the day I stop being a jerkaholic. Well, if it's any consolation, he's gonna get diabetes and die. That'd be cool. He's not before he has a run as White Kamala. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that's a that's a good secondary name of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> so, what was the first one called? I'm gonna have to go back and watch it. Listen at 17 minutes. One seventeen forty one. Yeah. Uh, um <laughs> what was it you tell me 
Don't remember. Me neither. Don't Google us. <laughs> don't Google. <laughs> don't Google us. Per- parentheses white Kamala. <laughs> 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 but yeah. instead of Harvey Wilperman as the manager, it's slick. Yeah. Like it's all reversed. Or the, the lawyer for the nation of domination. Uh Clarence Mason? Yes. And then uh Prince Iakea I mean yeah. Prince Iakea's yeah. Not the dad who was kimchi. Or was the dad kimchi? JJ Dillon was kimchi. J.J. Dillon was kimchi? Oh, no. Prince Ikea's dad was the dude from the Dungeon of Doom. My bad. Yeah, uh, King Curtis. Sullivan, my son. Oh, fucking dude. You ever see fucking King Curtis in that shit smoking a joint backstage? Yeah, it was real scary. <laughs> Is that Nash Hall? I can't tell. Nash. Okay. <laughs> they just took off the Nash Stone Cold podcast? For they, no reason, I guess. They took it off? They stopped They stopped uh, advertising for it, and then they're not going to put it out. Wow, I was looking forward to it. It was supposed to be last night, but I forgot to watch it. Oh, Yeah, well. they didn't come out. Why? <laughs> they probably got too drunk. <laughs> uh, Nash probably showed up with a bottle, a couple jugs of wine, and they both drank it. Well, what did they find out about? Did Nash do something, or did Austin do something? Nash, probably. I don't know. Nash seems like a pretty cool guy. He seems cool, but he could put his foot in his mouth. Well, yeah, he's flexible. He's been doing all the DDPY. Um, not Nash. That's, that'd be Hall. I'm sure Nash looks like he's been doing DDPY, too. Got two normal-sized legs now. <laughs> That's good. I remember he had a uh, really skinny bow-legged for a little while there. Well, one of them was really bad. Yeah. Well, it was because he tore his squad when he was walking in that match. I remember looking at oh, yeah. a picture way back in like 2003 of his legs, and they looked like extremely skinny. They looked like Paul Orndorff's arms, half a beer. Half a beer for Paul. Yeah. He passed away today. Yes. Wonderful. They call me Mr. Wonderful. Wonderful. That's a great song. It is. Uh, it's too bad they didn't use that back in the day. They weren't. I mean, it wasn't written yet. Was that his WCW shit, or was that just something they put in the Legends game? I think it was just something they put in the Legends game, and they had uh, they had him come out to it on Hulk Hogan Appreciation Night, where Lesnar said, "Party's over, Grandpa." What's the most memorable Paul Orndorff thing? Probably doing the. Uh, the slant eyes thing at WrestleMania 2. What about beating up Vader in flip-flops? I mean, you didn't see that, so it's not memorable. I'm talking about, like, things you, you could have seen. What about the pile driver? Pow, 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 pile driver. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I would probably say the Hogan cage match. Yeah, probably the Hogan cage match. When they jumped out at the same time. Really well done. Um, where they both land simultaneously. Very hard to do. Takes a true pro like Lex Luger to make that happen. <laughs> Bret Hart says 94 Rumble, all Lex Luger. He's the reason it came out so good. Why? 
because it was up to him to make them go over and land at the same time because he was basically like Brett jumped at him. So he was like holding him in a body slam position. I watched a match between Michael P.S. Hayes and Lex Luger for the United States heavyweight title. And I got to tell you, I liked it. I was going to say it was, it probably wasn't half bad. No. Luger wasn't as bad as people make fun of him. Luger just sold funny. That was it. Luger just did funny shit. Yeah. He's as awkward as Cena is with his like movements was Luger with his selling. Yeah. I could, they're kind of one in the same thing. Just one of them had more charisma. Yeah. And could talk. <laughs> and what if we sold like this? Oh! <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh! Uh, fantastic stuff, though. There was some real bullshit in the ending. Uh, Michael Hayes wouldn't let Buddy Rogers or Terry Gordy come to the ring. But all that happened was Terry Gordy pushed Michael Hayes so he would land on Lex Luger, and then the ref counted one, two, three. Would it even be a disqualification? Depends on the referee's discretion. Yeah. I wouldn't call it a disqualification. No, that seems like it's perfectly fine. Yeah. I also wouldn't have called it a disqualification for lifting up the cover of a table and hitting someone with it. I wouldn't know. I didn't watch it. That happened uh, the last WWE pay-per-view. By the time I had stopped watching? Yeah, it was the Rhea versus Charlotte match. I will probably watch Money in the Bank this Actually, will I? I'll be recording this weekend. I'm going to watch it. I might. We'll see what my hands are doing. There will be fans there. No more Thunderdome. I feel like the Thunderdome was a success. It was an interesting idea. I think it started off good, and then by the past like probably six months, I'd say it wore out its welcome. Why did they do it so much longer? Uh, I don't know. Um, but... Probably because they invested so much into it that they wanted to get their money's worth. Probably, but you think that they would make money by having right. fans too, so it's kind of weird. It's just one of those things where I feel like they just captured a bunch of reactions from people and they just had canned reactions at that point. Oh yeah, no, they're going to go absolutely fucking nuts with the, with the feeding in their own crowd noise now. Cause yeah. Yeah, they just they had that door cracked open for them. It's going to be very annoying. They were using the uh, the sm- the 2K game crowd noises. Well, you can't figure out a way to get a 2K game out, but you can use all the crowd noise. Well, they purposely didn't release a 2K game last year because, well, they did Battlegrounds, but they didn't do the regular 2K because they wanted a chance to revamp the series because they tried in 2020, but they only had a year. It went from Ukes to Visual Concepts, so it's a new studio working on it. And while they could piggyback on Ukes, they didn't really get the full... No, it sucked and it was like impossible to play, right? It was just a very more so buggy and glitchy than previous releases. It wasn't as polished. And uh, so then the team that did the 2K games were, were like, we have this passion project that we want to do, and it turned out to be fucking Battlegrounds. and was like... This is fucking shit. Like, I knew it was going to be something dirty like that, like, where they're basically, like, building this up, this big secret new type of game, and it's basically WWE All-Stars. Yeah. And I was just like, nah. Which is just WWE Smash Brothers? Yeah, it's just like a, a, a dumbed-down wrestling game. Like, it's it's not better in any way, shape, or form. It's just a party game that you pick up and play for 10 minutes, and then you go, okay, we're, let's do something else now. 
It's not for us, pal. It's not for us. It's for someone else. That's not for you. It's for somebody else. Uh, but the new games could be decent because they've had enough time to work on them and, and get the uh, get the mechanics down more. But the, basically, the biggest problem was like their uh, targeting collision, collision detection systems were just broken in twenty in two K twenty, but. So 2K22 should be an improvement. Well, they're going to have to, too. They're going to be competing with an AEW game that's almost for which, sure going to be good. Which uh, everything I've seen uh, from it looks fantastic. I mean, I, I would hope so. I hope that the people behind that company wouldn't put out a bad video game. It's the guy who made uh, all the AKI THQ games for N64. He's working on this game. Good. Yeah. So it's going to be like a No Mercy sequel, basically. Is there a general manager thing in regular download now, or is it still in beta? I have no idea. Um, be interesting to play. I'm not a mobile games guy, but that looked like an interesting game to try out. I mean, I also like general manager stuff. Like no, it's, it's, fun, it's a fun time waster. Whistling wonderful. Yeah, and then I started yawning, which isn't really like super hot <laughs> at the end of the episode. AEW. Wrestling GM. Something tells me that's not AEW if it doesn't say AEW on it. AEW Casino? No, thank you. Elite general manager is the game. Nope, it's not out yet. It's uh, only the casino game is out right now. What the fuck is the point of the stupid casino? To have a mobile game where you can make some, uh, where they can make some money. Stupid. Yeah, it's stupid, but it's something. Just play a real casino. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think the AW licensing is just for you know a way to make money you know a way for a company to to pay for a license so that their game will be played oh weird that's the first thing that shows up on my instagram i can't see what's going on there it's fucking kenny omega playing gm mode all right on instagram it's i know it's probably coming out soon but I kind of doubt that the AW game proper will be coming out by the end of the year. July 15th, 2021. The GM mode. GM. That's on, yeah, it's a couple days. I uh, got, I guess the last item for the week will be, I uh, got the Skyward Sword HD remake from the Wii game coming to me on Friday. The 16th. Is that what you're going to be doing for the weekend? Uh, it's a Zelda game that I didn't like. It's like the worst 3D Zelda game, in my opinion. But no more motion controls, so I'm, hope I'm hopeful that it can be decent. That's exciting. So I'm going to hopefully like that game this time around. Hopefully it's fun to play in retrospect. Well, I've, I've replayed it once, and I was just like, everything that I hated about it was still, like, I still hated about it. So I was just like, yeah, this game's just not that great. Like, a lot of padding, like, uh, you have to 
backtrack and go through the same place a couple times to get to a new place to do something new and then you backtrack again and then you go through the same place again to go to someplace else that's, that's new it happens like three times in the game in each area i should say so it probably happens like nine times game total so it's more annoying than exciting yes yeah they're, they're better than that usually they did it that way because the Wii was such like a like an underpowered system that they really couldn't cram that much into it. So they only had like four main areas, and that's basically as big as they can make it. Gay. <laughs> oh, that reminds me. Uh, fucking Dan added me on Venmo. Haley? Yeah. After I talked about how annoying it is when people he probably add, He probably did it just for that. Yeah, the next day. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm not going to text him to tell him he did it, but if he listens all the way to the end of this episode, he'll find out. He listens to the end. Okay. He, he's, a, he's a solid citizen. Okay. Uh, could I give him a good song this week? Radio. Okay. Woo, woo, woo. You know it. We're on the booze Let's get the fist up We're all a bruising Let's get the fist up One, two, three, four Oh, radio Tell me everything you know I will believe your every word Just tell me so I like to sing with the radio I like to play it real loud A piece of me Yeah I stare into the mirror I like the things I see My dick Boy, 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 boy Just right, they don't think I see them stare at me. 